Welcome back to another edition of the Muddy Shoe Podcast. You're listening to episode eight. It's been a month since I published my last episode, and there's a good reason why for that. I was having some difficulties with some of the recordings that I've done. End up, I've had to completely scrap the audios that we've recorded and having to re-record the whole podcast. So rescheduling has been somewhat of a challenge, but I'm eventually going to have those back on there and eventually be able to get those out to you. They were great conversations. I'm just disappointed that my audio messed up during the process of recording, and I wasn't able to give those to you at an earlier date. So I do apologize for the delay, but I am back and I'm excited to be able to release this episode with Gene Click. Now, one of the things I have always heard, and I'm sure you've said this or have heard someone say it before, that it's really hard to lose weight. It's really hard to you know, overcome certain types of struggles and something that's bearing them down in life. And now when you look at people that are in the fitness world, they're always agile. They're always fit. They're always doing things. And you look at them like, man, I just wish I could be like that, but I never can. They have an easier life because they do it all the time. Well, I'm here to say that that's not always the case. That's one of the reasons why I'm happy to bring on Gene, because his struggle with weight through his life has been able to help him relate to the people that he's training. They've seen him go through it. They know the ones that he's been training that he's just not some guy that's always been fit that can handle this without a problem. He's struggled through it. And because he's able to get through that and he's done it himself, for the person learning from him has that common bond. Like, man, if you can do it, I sure can do this. And I think that's awesome. I think this is a perfect episode, seeing how that we just went through the very beginning of the new years. A lot of people had resolutions to lose weight. They've gone through a month, almost a month and a half now, and people are probably struggling. Some people have already given up. Why is that? What is it that's creating this this holdup that makes them not be able to find a way to get back on track? Gene has found that way for himself. He shares it. And you know what? Maybe this is something that he might say that will resonate with you and you'll be able to say, you know what? I could do this too and start getting back into gear and getting back in shape and seeing what those goals were and finally start achieving them. One thing before I I play the the conversation I had with Gene, I wanted you to know that while I was recording this with him, I (laughs) did not realize this, but my son was playing in the background in a different room, but my office is not soundproof. So just be aware that you might hear a kid in the background. It's just my son. Your audio is not haunted. You're not being haunted. It's just my son. But other than that, let's get this audio going. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Genius Travis, how are you doing? Good, man. Good. Doing well. Just uh, got done with, uh, like I was saying a second ago, we just got done with the morning and got my morning crew. Usually at the gym here we have, you know, like most gyms, we have a morning, you know, morning you know, members and then midday, evening, that kind of thing. So we just got our morning crew out of the way and got to get a good one in. So it's good, man. Off to a good start. Actually, I just noticed. So you have a thing called the Fit Factory. Is that yours? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've had it for, we've been open for 16 years or right at 16. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. How many classes do you have during the day? Usually here. I mean, I teach, you know, martial arts and, you know, fitness-based stuff. So it goes from uh, generally, you know, six to seven. Um, you know, I have a one or two, you know, coaches here as well. But I typically teach anywhere from, you know, four to six hours a day, depending on, 
you know, if it's jujitsu, if it's kids' classes, if it's our, you know, our fitness classes, that kind of thing. So somewhere between four to six. Well, Gene, before we get really into the conversation, uh, I kind of wanted to let the listeners know a little bit about you. Like, where sure. where do you live, some of the things that you do, and uh, how it kind of all formed together to who you are now? Well, you know, my name is Gene Click. I'm 39, and uh, I'm, I'm based out of Sevierville, Tennessee. We're right outside of Gatlinburg, um, Knoxville area, you know, East Tennessee area. But, uh, you know, and I've, you know, owned, owned the Fit Factory uh, here local, which is a, a martial arts and fitness-based gym. We've been open, you know, since the, uh, you know, early, right around 2000. Been doing, you know, strength and conditioning, training myself and everything since I think I got started in 94. But uh, I've always had a base in martial arts and um, started martial arts when I was five. And, you know, I've trained my whole life and always kind of battled, you know, weight issues and lots of, you know, and everything else. So I've, if nothing else, I've kind of been there and done that when it comes to, you know, anything that my clients, you know, need. I've probably already suffered through it. So uh, that's about it, man. It's just, you know, just been a work in progress. So pretty much it makes you pretty uh, really relatable because you've not only – it's just something yeah. you've made it easy for you. You've actually struggled through it as well, but that also allows you to see what other people had to go through. makes it easier, I guess, to yeah. make them feel confident that you've done this, not just yep. because you've always done it. You've actually had to go through it with them at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's – you know, it's always been a struggle, but it's made me – you know, it's definitely made me the coach that I am, uh, you know, because I have been, you know, I've met, when I first started training, I was over 300 pounds, you know, as a kid, and I've always, you know, growing up, always been overweight and always struggled with weight issues and, you know, self-confidence issues, all that stuff that, you know, overweight kids go through. And, um, you know, you name it, I've gone through it as far as training goes. You know, I've gone through every phase you could imagine, you know, being in this industry, you know, day in, day out for 21 years, you know, I've gone through every single trend, fad you name it, and, uh, you know, had a lot of battles along the way. And But if nothing else, I mean, beyond any certifications, any, you know, credentials I have, you know, the the struggle that I, that I go through has allowed me to be certainly, the, you know, um, a trainer that, you know, that understands and cares and, you know, and gets it. You know, I'm not one of those guys that can say, hey, you know, do this, and then I run off to Taco Bell and run around with six pack abs. It's, <laughs> you know, my, my, my clients know that I, I have to grind. I, you know, and that's why I actually, I train with them. I mean, I don't, I don't sit there and hold a stopwatch. I mean, I'm in every class. Typically I try to train at least once a day with my groups and, and jump in there and they're, they're my trainer. Honestly, they're my accountability. And, you know, that's why, you know, that's what got us into doing like the obstacle course racing is doing it together, you know, and, um, even like Friday, I just took 40 adults to a trampoline park and cause there's a, they have a really cool obstacle course there and we just, you know, we just train there, but we definitely are a huge, um, family here and, uh, we like to push together, you know, and, and, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome because, you know, we have every, you know, a person from every, you know, you, you, we have such a diverse group here, you know, from, I've got professional athletes here to, people that just started yesterday with a few spine and you know bad knees and diabetic so it's and everything in the middle but everybody's very connected and and we we definitely support each other it's a real unique environment i'm pretty blessed with it that's awesome well what struck my attention was you posted something on we have a, a group that not many people know but there's it's a large group in the south region area called the southern spartan and you posted a uh, an inspirational story that it really struck me because I thought you shared your personal struggle and but the sure. way you did it you seemed to be like what 
triggered or what set you off to do something different was seemed to be like obstacle racing pushed you to another level. It got you back on track. Like, could you relate mm-hmm. or share a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, you know, it's funny because um, my, I, you know, I'd always, you know, I'd always been into martial arts and, uh, and that was always my accountability. And, um, you know, um, I, I did mixed martial arts and, I, you know, competed, you know, and, and did Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And uh, that was always my accountability to at least, um, you know, somewhat stay in shape. But, you know, and then I'm sure we'll share more of my story later. But, you know, I had a lot of a lot of demons, you know, a lot of things I had to overcome. And uh, the only thing that ever seemed to keep me accountable is if I had a fight coming up or if I had something coming up to to train for that would keep me at least keep things at bay for a couple of months to where, you know, I almost was scared to not just do everything I could do because, you know, uh, of course, I wanted to compete well. And um but what happened is, you know, of course, I'm 39, I'll be 40 this year. And, you know, the shelf life for a combat, you know, martial artist isn't, it's not in your late 30s. It's <laughs> not if you're smart, you know, you're not smart to begin with to get in there and do that stuff. But anyway, um, <laughs> if you're making, if you're making better choices, you should probably stop at some point. Of course, I have a, you know, beautiful family and two boys and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. At this point in my life, I don't want to run around with, you know, long-term injuries and that type of stuff. Makes Not sense. anything that I don't already have. So anyway, um, I quit, you know, when I stopped competing, of course, running a business and, and you know, being a dad and all that stuff. And I just really kind of lost track of myself and, and let, you know, worse things kind of come in. And, and uh, you know, just I just had a really tough time in uh, several, several years of just kind of um, – going to a dark place and wasn't on purpose. It just, it just happened. And, uh, life got in the way. I had nothing to really, yeah, man. And I had nothing to train for. And I, you know, ballooned back up to like 280 pounds and, um, I had nothing, man. I, it was just, I was just, I was really lost and kind of lost my identity. And, uh, and so finally my wife had done a, a, a sprint and then she had done, you know, a couple of half marathons and I'd kind of got her into training and here she was just showing me up and I thought, all right, I'm going to, I need to do something because a lot of the people at the gym were were starting to get into this stuff, and so I, I set a goal because I'm I'm like the worst runner of of anyone that's ever put a foot in front of the other, but uh, I set a goal to do you know a couple of half marathons because I just it was a terrible runner, hated it, but uh, I did four halves, I trained for it and did four half marathons last year, and um, that helped me and it got me going because it was such a out of my comfort zone goal. Uh, yeah. but then it kind of got to where, you know, I, I still, I mean, I, anybody that loves running, I, I still don't get it. Like I've hated every step of it, but anyway, <laughs> we went and did, um, we, all, all I've ever done is a sprint. I've not, I'm not like a seasoned obstacle course racer, you know? Uh, so we went and did a sprint and I've done several mud runs and stuff like that. But man, when we did the Spartan, uh, sprint, it's right up my alley because it's so, um, it, it's that's such a good crossover from the way I like to train in general. Um, uh, you know, I love the you know the the challenge of it and the in the variety and just just the mental toughness. You know, that came from the years of competing and uh, you know in mar- mixed martial arts and just the training of mixed martial arts as a mind game. And uh, so it just went hand in hand for me and it woke me back up and I thought, man, here's here's my next chapter. You know, as a forty year old man, you know, wanting to be in the best shape I've ever been in. So it kind of that was kind of the the catalyst for me, and that this year, of course, I'm, you know, wanting to try to get to, to trifecta, you know, and and do several other races, and you know, more than anything, it's just to have that goal, man, to have something that's, you know, got me hungry again, and and uh, fortunately, I've you know got a lot of aspects of my life 
on track and and so it's all it's all good man the last two last year and a half has probably been the best of my life you know and beyond you know all the years of competing and stuff like that it's just i've really kind of found my place and what i want to do you know uh, kind of like where i you know what what i think my skills are as a trainer and, and a coach and just a person and uh definitely owe a lot of it to that first you know little spartan you know we took i think there was there was a bunch of us i took probably 20 or 30 people from the gym and most of us it was our first one and just getting people out of their comfort zones and tackling something as a group was was huge and uh so now we're we've all you know set bigger goals off of that well the sprint itself, it's still not a joke. I mean, some people think about the sprint's only three to four miles, but if you think about it, yeah. you're condensing still 20-something obstacles just in a short oh, yeah. amount of distance. So the only difference between those and the other ones is just the distance, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. still upper body well, strength. There's still struggles you have to go through, and uh, that's, some people absolutely. will assume to think that that's important. That's huge. I mean, it's still doing that itself yeah. is huge. And the thing, the thing of it is for me is it's like anything you you're going to get out of it, what you put into it. If you go out there and you take a sprint, but you're trying to, you know, you're trying to just go savage on it. It's going to kill you, you know, uh-huh. and I'm a competitive person and I like to get out there and say, you know, try to do the best that I can. So I don't care if it's a mile or 20 miles. I, I'm going to try to do the best I can to, you know, to, uh, put on, you know, do the, you know, do the best I can, I guess is the easiest way to put it. And, uh, so it's all relative. I mean, if you want to get out there and troll through it, yeah, you know, you can recreationally train and get through it and go to the side and do your burpees, or you can train your tail off and go out there and try to blaze a trail. It just depends on, you know, what your goals are personally. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, that's, that's the thing is, you know, for me is, you know, I, just like when I was doing, I kind of, you know, um, compared it to doing the half marathons, of course, you know, they're 13 miles, just the attrition of it, you know, the mind game. And, uh, I, but I would much rather do, you know, obstacles, you know, I, if I'm going to go 13 miles, give me something to break it up, even if it's tough, you know? And, uh, so I'm looking forward to those longer races to be, to be honest. And I know it's going to be tough, but I mean, that's how we train and that's why, you know, we, we enjoy pushing ourselves and, so it's it's just nice knowing that there's something out there that's going to get you out of bed and make you want to train. Because just like when I was competing in you know mixed martial arts, is no matter what you do, that day's going to come, and every ounce of preparation is either going to make it fun or miserable. So you know it's the way it works. The only difference is is if you didn't train hard, you generally got your butt kicked. And <laughs> this is just going to make it more physically demanding. So uh, I want to enjoy it. You know I want to enjoy it as much as I can. So that's my motivation to train as hard as I can and. So that we can go out there and you know do well, and that's really it, you know. But yeah, I, I think uh, you know a lot of people associate you know a sprint with not even being a challenge, and I just think it's up to the person. You know, you can you can make any workout the best workout you've ever done, or you know just going through the motions, depending on your intensity and your your drive. Absolutely. Well, you know, knowing that you got into the challenges and it seemed to almost do a reset on you and your, your passion of wanting to get back into everything you normally do. It just seemed to add an extra drive. Mm-hmm. How did that help sure. with people around you? Did they see something in you and felt like eager to follow or like, what was it that got them to follow yeah. you into it? You know, it's, I've been really lucky. Um, I've had client, you know, members of this gym. I mean, they're friends of mine, you know, they're like family to me and they've been with me through thick and thin and, and, um, 
I think just getting out there and just them seeing me lead by example, you know, I think that's something that a lot of trainers need to do um, because I, I just think that it's if you want someone to do something, show them you're willing to do it. And so when they saw that I was committing, you know, I was putting myself out there, not just to do things, of course, but to do things that I was terrible at, you know, running and, and that type of thing. And, you know, even to the obstacle course races, everybody in this gym knows I am deathly afraid of hot, like deathly afraid of hot to just get out there and just climb up towers and 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 just go over things they know you know that uh you know they all think i'm superman but they all know that i'm not and i don't portray that i am you know and <laughs> they uh they know that i struggle you know i mean and if i'm going over that net they know i'm man i'm I'm going through the same fears you know and but i'm, I'm willing to do it you know and uh and i'm willing to do it and help them and so it, it just raised the morale and just put a new life into the to to this place and 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 it's got everybody fired up i mean it wasn't it, what funny thing was we went and did that sprint and i think we had i had that backwards i think we had maybe 15 or 16 the month after we did a mud run that was a little bit more local and i and 50 people from the gym went so just them seeing me get out there and a few that have been doing them have you know got out there with me and it just got the morale going that a month later you know here comes you know 35 more people and we just, you know, we went out there with our big battle flag and just had a great day and had a lot of fun and, you know, and uh, and just it was awesome, you know. And now we've got another uh, little local kind of mud run coming up, and I think we've already got a huge crew for that. And, and I know we're going to have a lot of support for the Spartans coming up. So I think just me doing it and just getting people realizing that you don't have to just be you know dad and you don't have to be the mom that just takes the kids to soccer and this thing there's things out there for us you know that we can train for and have fun and 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 feel your youth and 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 push yourself and i think that's the essence of the obstacle course racing and i think that's what gets people excited is because it's 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 inevitable that we're all just going to kind of go into a, a a mode of parenting and you know just working and paying bills you know and i think that it's cool that there's there's something out there for us to feel uh, alive again and give us a, a reason to go to the gym and train and do something other than just jump on a treadmill or an elliptical. You know, you know, you know that there's something to train for and that you need to do something maybe you're not comfortable doing, but then that's where the, that's where the self-confidence comes from. And that's where, you, you know, just the, the overall quality of life improves through training for these types of races. You know, that's, that's what I've seen. I mean, I'm, that's not me just, you know, I've seen it happen too many times. I mean, I, I know that's, that's that's the the essence of it in my opinion oh yeah i what is fascinating and i I keep going back to this and the people i speak with is that it seems like everybody as they start getting older they get into a rut it's not a bad rush it's that they go into Mm -hmm. a routine over and over again they lose the passion of being them and it's surprising that getting back to the basics get playing in the dirt getting muddy getting hurt Mm -hmm. those things when we were kids loved it had the best time in our lives yep and yet we seem to forget it as we get older or we're just too afraid of what people might think yet when we get out there everybody's struggling doesn't matter how good you are there is still something someone's struggling with and it seems those things seem yep. to pull them out of it and be like, you can do this and I can show you or I can help mm-hmm. you or let's do it together. It's incredible how simple yep. these little things can bring someone out and make them a better person. 
That's right. Yep. And I, you know, and the funny thing is like after one of these races, when you show back up, like when we do anything and then we, you know, come out uh, and then, you know, the next Monday, you know, that we get back in the gym man, the gym is just electric. And that's because you've shared this thing and, and there's, there's stories that come out of it. You know, I don't know how many times, you know, we've helped, you know, I've helped people I've never met, you know, at, at a mud run or at a, at, you know, even at the Spartan or just at, you know, races that you just help bring up a stranger, you know, just come on, you know, let's do it. Let's do it together. And, you know, when in your daily life do you actually take time to talk to a stranger and, and really help them at a vulnerable state where they're just, when they've given up, you know, and you just help them pull it through. I mean, you've changed, you know, you've given them, you know, something that's, you know, priceless in, in essence, and, and you're going to have that done to you as well. And, and there's, there's no um, coincidence that, that these things, you know, that the Spartan has done what it's done, you know, it's exploded. And that's, and it's not because people love going out and, and, you know, carrying rocks and, you know, and digging in the dirt. I mean, I think at the <laughs> core of us, we love that because we're all big kids. But I think what we like is when you come out on the other end, for one, you know, you've got those competitive people, you know, the competitive athletes that just want to see just how much they can push their bodies. And then you've got people out there that have never would have ever even thought they could ever do anything like this, and they do it. And then, man, their life is different. The second they jump that little fire pit or whatever, they're a different person at that point. And, I mean, you do that, it's it, there's no – the only – the I mean – you might as well just open the gates. I mean, that's going to start bringing everyone out of the woodwork because that's all they, you know, when someone changes, truly changes with their self-confidence and you see them at work on Monday and they come in and they got that medal and they sit it on their desk and they're a different person, man, that becomes contagious. People around you want like, what are you doing? You know, what did you do? Tell me about that. And before you know it, you got them in the gym with you before you know what they're doing it. And it's a domino effect. And that's, uh, that's what I love about it is it's, it's just creating, so much positive, uh, positive vibes, man. Cause the, the world is, world is ugly, man. And people are, people are critical and mean, and, and it's just cool to have a, a little culture of, of people that like to be positive and like to be motivated, you know, and we need more of that, you know, in the world. So I, I think it's awesome. When you finally got back into, or you started doing the obstacle racing and it started making the change mm-hmm. at that time, were you, kind of still overweight or were you already still like working your way down back to uh, a healthier position yeah yeah i was you know when i first started running the half uh, or training for the half marathon that was about a year and a half ago i was i was still probably you know 260 pounds i've never been a little guy i mean even when i'm even now i'm 215 i'm not i'm never you know i'm not a small person uh but you know it's one of those things to where uh, you know, when I started running, I thought, okay, this is going to be great. I'm going to just shred weight. You know, I'm going to get all this weight off of me. And it never really wanted to move. And I still to this day have no idea. I don't know if it's hormonal, cortisol, whatever you want to name it. I've tried to look it up, but I never lost weight when I was running. And I was out running across town, you know, three days a week. And and uh, and it was and I enjoyed it because it was a, a break. You know, no one was really needing me. I was able to get out there. And it helped me, it helped me set a goal, see the goal through. But when I started training again for just the obstacle course stuff, you know, just a lot of the, you know, pull-ups, rope climbing, you know, just that's the type of stuff I used to do when I would get ready for, you know, a, a competition. And that's when I would strip, you know, I would maybe train for a match for 12 weeks and I would lose 40, 45 pounds. And, uh, and it was funny because that's how I would train. I mean, back before, 
you know, this is back pre, you know, before like CrossFit and everything else is very popular. You know, we did functional training. I mean, we were swinging kettlebells and flipping tires and, you know, and, and that type of stuff then. And, and I would always just lean out so fast that um, when I set a goal to do the, uh, the Spartan and we started switching our training up to that, man, that's when the weight started coming back off of me because I actually got off the road doing these long, you know, eight, nine mile runs to just doing, you know, of course, more interval stuff. And there's tons of science that backs up the whole, you know, you know, interval training, metabolism, all that good stuff. But more than anything, it just, my body really, really accepts that style of training. So just doing that type of training that's conducive with obstacle course racing really helped me the weight finally start moving. Because I trained for probably a year and I didn't lose a whole lot. And then when I started training, you know, changed my training up for like obstacle course racing, man, it just flew off of me. So even just from a metabolic standpoint, I, I really love training that way with my clients and members here because we just see the most bang for our buck, you know, um, you know, 30 minutes of this style of training compared to two hours on a treadmill. It's not even able to, you know, it's no comparison. Well, if you think about it, the the science behind that is that it's the HIT mentality, the high high intensity interval training. Because if you think about long distance Mm -hmm. running, you're at a set pace constant over and over. You don't really excel and you don't decline. You just kind of go in the same pace. So that itself, you're not... It, your body gets conditioned to that. It doesn't really allow it to burn yep. off. But obstacle racing or any time of like the CrossFit, you're doing the hit in a, in a sense almost all the time. And it's really just triggering right. your body to just do more and more or real slow down or you speed back up and all that happens. You're all, it, that's why you start shredding a lot more faster. Yep. And I just, and, and not only that is, you know, I've been in a gym every day, every day, all day for at least six days a week for 20 years and man i love i've got to change it up you know i have to just constantly be doing different things and and uh so it just it's good for me mentally and physically just to be able to have all that variety and uh and i've just found that it, you know even like i teach brazilian jiu-jitsu and i've just found that there's such a, a translation with your functional strength for that as well so it's just it, you know it all just works it all just works hand in hand you know for me it's good for me mentally because when you're in a gym all day it's it's so easy to just get kind of stagnant and burn out and um unfortunately i i mean i absolutely through the thick and the thin i've always loved what i do and uh you know i wouldn't want to do anything else so um it, that 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 passion for it kept me going but i also have to just constantly change it up or i get i get burnt out fast i mean it's for my clients i tell them i have training add i have to like do something different like every single day <laughs> So they're just they they're just along for the ride. They just show up. They don't know what we're doing. They showed up Friday and they showed up today. And I had a pegboard and a salmon ladder. They don't even they don't know what I'm doing each week. You know, it's you know it's just I just kind of you know constantly try to mix it up and change it up. Well, with everything that you do when it comes to the training, especially the the mm-hmm. jitsu. There's obviously recovery. Like what steps, because knowing, as you know, doing long distance running and doing the yeah. obstacle racing, the recovery after it, you're beating yourself up. What do you do to help right. with that and combating it? I mean, that's a good question. Uh, that's it, Because one thing, that was one of the areas that we grossly overlooked. I think everyone overlooked. I take two days a week here, and I actually started just doing classes. Not that I'm some, you know, great. I'm definitely not a yoga instructor. Let me rewind. But, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm very big into mobility training and recovery and uh, and just understanding the body a little bit more than just you know you know knowing a leg to leg and an arm's an arm and um, so one uh, twice a week I try to take uh, time we've started it in the mornings and I'm trying to start an evening uh, program now 
where we actually spend a day just, you know, stretching, foam rolling, uh, just working on specifics, uh, loosening up tight areas. Um, and not only that, just making sure that our nutrition is dialed in and making sure we're getting rest because I think as parents, you know, we're con- you know, parents and just adults this day and age, uh, just not getting enough sleep. You know, I, I basically, you know, tell everyone that, you know, resting's training, resting's part of your training. So, oh, yeah. you know, just to get enough sleep in and, uh, and honestly, to listen to your body, more is not better. You know, if there's days, man, that I, like I have a client right now, you know, we just got done training and I purposely took him out of class this week and just gave him some basic things because he likes to push himself really hard. And I could tell he was overtrained last week. I could just, I could just, yeah, just ate up with symptoms. And so I uh, just to take this week and just, you know, active rest, just do basic, just move around, but don't, you know, don't to- totally take the week off, but let's just, let's let our body heal. And, um, more, more of a nervous system thing, you know, just let your, your nervous system rest because you just can't constantly just abuse and abuse, you know? And, uh, so, uh, really it's just knowing, you know, listening to your body, you know, more is not better. And that's probably the thing I've learned the most over all these years is, man, you just don't keep grinding the gears. You know, you got to learn how to just, you know, take your foot off the gas for a day or so, so that you come back stronger. And, uh, used to, I wouldn't do that. I would just try to keep on pushing, you know, and eventually you're either sick or injured or both. <laughs> yeah. I, it's same way for me. Yeah. For years I've been doing that same thing. We're going into the gym. I was, it was every single day, maybe Sunday I would take the day off, not much thinking of it. Yeah. Um, and then it finally got around to like, you know, if you take maybe work two days and one day rest and then work three days and two days rest, kind of given mm-hmm. that breakup, you saw a bigger change. It seemed like just because it had your body oh, a yeah. chance to rebuild from all the ripping you've been doing. That's right. Yep. That's where the gains come from. I mean, it's during the rest. I mean, it's not when you're in the gym, you know, and the gym is to set your body up, you know, to put it into a state of recovery so that it comes back stronger to deal with the stress that's being put under. So it's, it's a no brainer. It's just hard to do, you know, when you're, when you're a driven person or you're kind of in the groove, it's real hard to take those days off because you feel like you're going backwards, you know, but the reality is you, that's why I had to make a class of our rest day. Cause if I did, if I just said, Hey, take a day off, they wouldn't, you know, most of my clients wouldn't take it off. So I had to say, okay, you're not taking it off, but when you show up, we're going to stretch. But, you know, it's still a gym day. So it was almost like I had to play a mind trick on him and uh, where I had to make it a class. And essentially it was like, I'm going to make a class of us doing nothing but stretching and uh, foam rolling and that type of stuff because I knew they weren't, several of them weren't doing enough to recover. You know, they're training five, six days a week. And, uh, you know, I mean, and a lot of my clients here, I mean, are, you know, mid 40s, early 50s. I mean, and they're willing to come in here five, six days a week. And I have to say, I mean, they push hard for, you know, for to be at the, the, the age. And, you know, a lot of these people didn't come from athletic backgrounds. I mean, for the first time in their life, man, they're putting in work. And, uh, you know, I've got to find, you know, create a, a balance for them. Even if one of those class days, we just, I just say, hey, this is part of training and we're just going to stretch and kill. And, you know, I try to teach a new skill that day. I might teach them how to you know, uh, you know, specifically train, a, you know, loosen up a hip flexor or something. You know, I, I just try to give them a little something, a takeaway, you know, so that they feel like they're getting, you know, a lot out of it, not just, you know, getting in and stretching. So well, it's worked they, out good so far. You said you have two kids, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. I have a five-year-old uh, son and a nine-year-old son who's about to turn 10 this month. Oh, very cool. How do you uh, personally introduce 
not only your mixed martial arts, but as well as the the obstacle racing. Has that been something that you've been thinking about doing? If you've done it, what's some of the things that you've done to help bring them into that kind of world? Well, fortunately, I mean, they've both grown up in the gym. And, uh, you know, uh, my son has done, you know, has, uh, I don't do, I don't even teach mixed martial arts anymore. I just strictly teach Brazilian jiu-jitsu because I just, it's just got a little bit more of a, of a martial arts base to it, a little bit more, you know, um, grounded as far as not a sport, so to speak. Okay. And, uh, you know, as far as working on the overall individual, you know, the, you know, discipline, you know, all that good stuff. But my son's been training now since he was five. So he's got almost five years of training. And uh, he's, of course, into other, you know, basketball, football, everything else. But he's, you know, exceptional at jiu-jitsu. He's already won, you know, a state championship. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's really good at it. But, of course, the thing, the thing, how we've introduced it to the kids is we don't. They just see us do it, man. I mean, truthfully, they grew up in the gym. So it's even harder. You would think, well, they're in the gym. They're naturally going to do it. Yeah, but they see the gym as home. They're here more than they're at the house. So it's a tough situation because the, they could get sick of it before they even, you know, hit teenage years, you know. And uh, then you've, you know, you've changed the perception to where maybe they never get into it. So all we, all Emily and I have done, my wife, is, is we've just tried to give, set an example. You know, we try to eat healthy. We don't, you know. We let them, you know, we're not, we're not those, you know, weird parents that only give them like celery and carrot sticks. I mean, we let them eat their junk. I mean, they eat crap. They say us occasionally, you know, eat our cheat meals. But for the most part, we just try to lead by example and, and show that we have fun doing it. We don't, we don't get up and moan and groan, oh crap, we got to go to the gym. I mean, we, you know, we just, we're excited about it. We love, we love to train. We love the people we train with and, and we bring them along, man. And, and, and fortunately, I've created a gym that, I mean, if a kid walked into my gym and they're not excited, I mean, I can't imagine if I was six years old and walked into this place. I mean, there's this place is like neon green and there's stuff hanging everywhere and rings. And I mean, I've made it a fun place, you know? And so fortunately the kids have always kind of been in here and they just love it. You know, they love climbing the walls and, and, you know, running around on the mats and flipping stuff. And so really we've just, we've just tried to make fitness fun and, and lead by example. And, and the first time they say they don't want to do it, we don't force it. You know, we don't, we don't push it because with kids, it's a, you know, it's a tough thing. You know, if you, it's kind of like punishment. If you say you have to do it, you know, and of course they naturally, they don't want to, but if you just show you're having a good time, they naturally gravitate to it because they want to have fun too. That's, that's the kid's natural mentality. They, they're constantly looking for a good time. So just show them that it's fun, man. And they'll do it. That's great. You know, based on everything you've gone through, and looking back, if you could see a year ago, if you didn't know you were going to do mm-hmm. the obstacle racing, but someone brought it up to you, this is one of the things that I think a lot of people will have that moment when someone says, hey, would you like to? And if someone brought it up to you now, mm-hmm. what would you have said to them or yourself that would have gotten or hopefully them engage in wanting to do something like this? Because obstacle race, it, it helps break through barriers. What yeah. would you have said to you sure. or someone if it was a year ago when you haven't done one before? Man, you know, and th- what I would say is, you know, if I were talking to me, I'd say, bro, I know, you you know, you might be scared of heights. You might be worried that you're not going to go out there and be able to do every obstacle. But don't worry about it. I'm going to do it with you. I'm going to stay with you and we're going to have fun and we're going to cut up and we're going to make fun of each other and we're going to get muddy. And, you know, and we're not going to worry about anyone else. We're just going to go out there and have a good time. That's what I would have said to me. And that would have got me to do it, you know, because that's what people need to hear. They don't need to hear that because trust me, 
it's not called like sissy day, you know, <laughs> it's a Spartan, you know, you know, whatever. And, and so to a natural, you know, to a person's mind, that's never done anything, you know, they're thinking, holy crap, I'm going to go out there and there's going to be, you know, spears thrown at my head and I'm going to have to like flip a Buick over and there's going to be dogs chasing me. And it, this is crazy. You know, they get it so worked up about, and then if, of course, you know, Spartan does a good job of advertising it as, and I'm using Spartan as an example, but Spartan does a good job of that, you know, advertising it as this, you know, it's fun, but it's this tough grueling, but you can do it, you know, alpha kind of environment. And to say, but it's really not like that. I think, you know, that, you know, you go do them it's, man, it's like good vibes, man, and fun. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think that, I think that if someone doesn't do that, the first thing I do, okay, you tell somebody, hey, man, I want you to go do this obstacle course race. Me. Okay, may, maybe I'm, I'll do that. First thing you do is get on their phone and Google it or YouTube it. They're like, nope, I'm good. You know, it's because everything they see is this, because everybody's, you know, proud of themselves. They want to show the tough stuff they've gone through. And I think that not everybody's out there to try to, you know, be, you know, some, some beast mode, you know? And I think that if somebody, you just tell somebody, look, no matter what, we're just, if we got to walk this thing and just do burpees at our own pace, we're going to do it together and we're going to have a good time. And we're going to, you know, we're going to cross that line at whatever, however long it takes us. That's what people need to hear. Because I think that initially that you, all your, you know, your warning signs go up, all your comfort zones go up, you know, and you think I can, I can, I can't. And, uh, that's what I would tell somebody, you know, if you want a friend to do it or your wife, your husband, and you're used to doing it and you know what's out there and you know that you can, you know, go out there and do it at your own pace. Just tell someone, man, you know, let's go and let's go have fun. You know, don't worry about anybody else and let's just, you know, no, no pressure. And once they do it, they're hooked. Couldn't have said it any better. Well, Gene, I mean, yeah. If there was anybody that wanted to find out more about you, especially even your your gym, like sure. what is the best way they can? Yeah, man. Of course. I mean, the easiest thing, I mean, of course, you can go to our website. It's fitfactoryonline.com. Um, and, or just find me on Facebook. I mean, honestly, that's, the, uh, that's where uh, you look at Fit Factory Martial Arts and Fitness on Facebook. We do, I do tons of updates every day. I love my people here, and I'm constantly bragging on them and showing them off and uh, – you know, so it, if you want to keep up with me, that's probably the easiest way. You can find me on Facebook. It's just Gene Click, G E N E C L I C K. Um, or the easiest thing to do is just follow our business page, uh, Fit Factor Martial Arts and Fitness again. And uh, I'm constantly doing stuff. And if nothing else, you'll probably get a good laugh because I'm a pretty, I'm pretty open. I don't hide anything, and I don't, I don't try to. You know, half the time I'm making fun of myself, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> that's this, one of the reasons why I really kind of resonate well with you because you you seem to make it seem realistic and real anybody can do this and you're showing yeah. them how and you've gone through everything pretty much like everybody else has and i think that's yeah, what bro. makes it relatable but um man, i right. thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your story um it, it does mean a lot i know a lot of people that will listen to this you know somewhere there's someone's going to click and realize that maybe they can do something just because of some of the things you've said which is great yeah, anybody can bro your body, your body is more capable of, you know, than, than what people give it credit for. You know, don't give up on yourself, man, because that's that's the thing. It's easy to do, uh, and you know, you're you're can't you can't tap out. You know, you got to live your life and and just do it one step at a time, one little goal at a time. And when you do, man, you start living again instead of just being alive. And that's what it's all about. You know, I mean, don't uh, don't sit around and just you know let the days slip by because 
you can you can get over a bump or a bruise from a race, but you can't ever regress. You know, a race regret. You know, regret there forever. And it's better to have bumps and bruises than regret. Trust me, I I promise you. That's that's coming from experience. So that's the reason I'm out here doing stuff, man. Because I've got a lot of years of regret. You know that I let things get in the way and and bad habits get in the way. And I just you know I want I don't I don't want to have regrets. You know I want to know that I that I live my life. You know and. And that's just one little goal at a time. And, and I'd encourage anybody, no matter where you're starting, just get started, man. Don't don't make it more than it is. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, I guarantee you, you're twice as tough as you think you are. So just give it a shot. That's great. Well, man, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. And um, it was a great conversation. Sure. Awesome, brother. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on. Yep, absolutely. Well, take care. All right. Holler at me. All right. See you, buddy. I have to say, I am very impressed with Gene Click and how he was openly willing to share his struggles that he's had in life. And it hasn't been easy for him, but it wasn't like he gave up. He's always found a way to stay active. He's always found a way to get himself back into shape. And right now, he's done it again. He's helping so many other people follow their dreams and be able to figure out how to get back into shape. He's got a passion to do it. He's been through it. And I think that's what makes him relatable to a lot of people. So if you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment and just giving us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, that would be absolutely amazing. And if you have an extra moment, I'd appreciate if you wouldn't mind following us on our social accounts, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. An easy way you can get to that is if you go to mymuddyshoe.com forward slash follow us, it'll give you every link to every social account we have. If you happen to be on one of those accounts and you want to follow us, awesome. Like us, share us, and let other people know what this show is about. This show is very new, and I do appreciate you taking the time, listening in, and hearing what these people have to say, because everybody has a story. Hopefully, maybe you might be able to relate and learn something from them, and maybe it might change your life in some way. That's what I love about this show, and that's what I hope that you get from it. I think that's it. My name is Travis Doe, your host of the Muddy Shoe Podcast. I'll see you next time. I'm out of here.